do a 30 second. Scotland, we are live. Welcome everyone to this. Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Code and by Article 15, Section 23, Sacramento Charter which was approved by the voters in 2002 to establish a compensation commission that would establish the compensation for the mayor, other members of the city council and public members of commissions. Uh, the meeting is called to order and uh, uh, Madam Clerk, Wendy, would you please uh, take the roll and state whether there is a- Certainly, Member Sumter, Member Quada. Here. Member Finch. Member Fink? Here. Chair Scotland? Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. And I think it would be helpful, as we have in the past, uh, to the audience uh, watching the streaming video, if the commission members would uh, introduce themselves, give a very brief few seconds summary of their backgrounds. Uh, start. Let's start with our most senior member, uh, David Kawada. Uh, my name is David Kawada. Um, I believe I've been a member for about 10 years, but I'm not positive. Um, basically, uh, my career has um, involved uh, being an auditor for a few decades, uh, which helps in terms of um, analyzing a lot of data and coming up with a good. Um, so I just wanted, um, I wanted to come on the commission to serve uh, the city of Sacramento. Thank you, David. Uh, Tiffany? Yes, I'm Tiffany Fink. I'm the Chief Executive Officer at Paratransit Inc. We're a large nonprofit that is overwhelmingly publicly funded. So I oversee offices not only in Sacramento, but we actually have offices in other states and all of the human resources, salary, compensation, and other aspects of that. I've been on the commission now, this is, I believe, my third year, and I serve as the vice chair. And I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you, Deborah. Yes, um, I work for Department of Justice, uh, was with the state of California for 35 years and a half. I am retired, and um, I've been a commissioner in various capacity for 16 years. I just figured it out today. I've been in uh, different commissions. So uh, the last commission I was in, I took over for my husband. He was on a uh, commission. And so I took over for him. He had passed away 2010. Well, thank you, Deborah and David. And uh, my name is Art Scotland. I was born and raised in Sacramento. I lived here for 68 of my 74 years, except when I went away to college and worked down in LA for a while. Um, as a retired judge, uh, I served for the commission because there must and uh, Ms. Clark Johnson, would you uh, identify yourself? 
Certainly, my name is Wendy Clark Johnson. I'm the city's assistant city clerk, and I have been with the city for 22 years, I think, and in the clerk's office about 12. There's only one item on the agenda of this special meeting of the committee, and the extensive agenda package was timely provided to the general sections regarding how the public can provide input during the meeting. And the process we will use to address the agenda items is as follows. After the agenda item is called, the presenters will go first so that the uh, members of the commission and the members of the public hear exactly what is before the committee. And following the presenters uh, and before uh, the commission members deliberate and ask questions of the presenters or staff, members of the public who have submitted a request to comment on the agenda item will be given the opportunity to do so. And then after the public comment, the commission will discuss the item, ask uh, questions uh, directed to presenters or staff, and then decide uh, what action uh, to take on the agenda item. And you know, before the presentation on the agenda item, I would like to uh, take a moment to provide some background on the responsibility of the compensation committee for those commission for those who might not have um, been to a commission meeting in the past. Uh, so together, um, Article 15, Section 230 of the City of Sacramento Charter and Section 29 of the City of Sacramento Code require the Compensation Commission to annually set compensation for the mayor and council members that is, quote, reasonable and consistent with other cities similar in size and structure, end quote. And in my former job as a judge, uh, I and my colleagues uh, frequently had to interpret and apply codes. And in doing so, we applied established rules of statutory construction. And if the words of an enactment are not ambiguous, they're plain meaning governs and the words must be given their ordinary usual meaning construed in the context of the apparent purpose of the enactment. So applying these rules to Section 29 of the Sacramento Code, this commission concluded in 2019 that in the context of cities that are similar to Sacramento in size and structure, similar commonly means nearly but not exactly the same. Size means population and structure means the manner of organization and the operation of the integrated parts of the whole, such as uh, whether the work of the mayor and or council members is full-time or part-time, how often the council meets, whether they also sit on city commission boards, whether they have regular office time for constituents, whether they attend constituent events during the day or evening, um, whether they probably not so much during the pandemic, but uh, at least uh, uh, generally, um, and whether the uh, local government includes a city manager and other such factors. And um, in the context of compensation, reasonable and comparable cities, reasonable means, quote, logical, justified, supported, consistent means, quote, in conformity with or in accordance with. Thus, the test that the commission must apply is that the amount of compensation paid to the city of Sacramento by the city of Sacramento to its mayor and council members must be logical and in conformity with compensation that other cities, nearly the same in population and in structure of their city councils, 
pay to their mayors and council members. And if this uh, commission is meeting on February 13th, 2019, we applied this test um, and uh, identified nine cities similar to Sacramento in the size of their populations and the structure and the manner in which the city operate. Then at our meetings on uh, February 13th and April 3rd, 2019, uh, this commission examined the compensation paid to mayors and council members of those nine cities, compared it to the uh, salary and compensation paid to Sacramento's mayor and council members. And as required by section 29 of the city code, we set the compensation to be paid to Sacramento's mayor and council members at figures we found would make their compensation reasonable consistent with that of mayors and council members of the other cities that were similar in structure. Because the uh, city charter and the city code require the commission to undertake analysis annually, today we will again apply the test in section 29 to determine compensation now must be paid uh, and council members depending on the current compensation paid in comparable cities. And this issue came before us at our last meeting on December 7th, 2020, but because the uh, agenda packet uh, then presented to us and to the public did not contain the uh, current compensation survey, uh, we were unable to fill our responsibility at that time. So we directed the city to obtain a new annual compensation survey and schedule a special meeting of the Compensation Commission now being held. Uh, to determine the compensation that must now be paid uh, by the city of Sacramento to council members. So, um, Wendy, with that, would you please uh, call the agenda item? Certainly. Um, and also, as we go through this discussion, if the members on the call would use the hand raise hand feature, we'll be able to identify you, if you when you wish to speak. Um, but we do, as you already said, Chair, have one item tonight, and that is the annual review of the mayor and council compensation. Thank you. And uh, we now present, I would now invite, I should say, a. Uh, I believe the line is Banks uh, Robinson. Am I going to do that? Yes. Thank you, Chair Scotland. Um, well, I by, by the way, um, you know, please note that the members of this commission will reserve any questions until after we hear any public comments. So that, in fairness to the public who comment, we can consider their comments when we ask questions of the presenter. Uh, I appreciate the extensive description of why we're here and the charter language um, because that is one of the primary questions we get when, when this data is presented to you in the form that it is because it varies greatly from the way we do other compensation surveys. Uh, we are, our recommendation tonight is that you adopt a resolution establishing the compensation and benefits for the mayor and city council. And as you discussed, the, you have decided uh, as a commission, what nine agencies or cities you're going to use, city and county of San Francisco, Denver, Fresno, Long Beach, Diego, San Jose, and Seattle. Um, and I do want to state for the record that these are different, and it is exactly because of your description of the charter language that you survey agencies similar in size and structure, which is different from the charter language and our employer-employee relations policy that set the, the, sets the way we do salary surveys for other classifications. When, 
Um, and I know that we have many questions on that from both our, our unions, our employees, and other managers in the city. So I, I appreciate that clarification. Um, so what we're looking for tonight is for you to set the compensation. And uh, we also have on page two of the report, uh, we are asking for additional feedback from you. Um, and we want to make sure we get that done tonight, that we establish a consistent meeting date or month, like either the third Thursday of you know April each year or whatever date we choose, uh, so that we can all be better planned every year that we do this. And just wanted to make sure that you knew that this survey, it was a very extensive survey that we did this time, primarily because of COVID and all of the economic issues that we have. So if we want to do future surveys, want to make sure that you either ask the same questions or you tell us to pare it down. Because this survey was more expensive because of all of the questions we asked. And the data is pretty hard to find. Uh, we also would like your direction that if there's going to be a second, another meeting in 2021 or if this will be the only And if there is a second meeting, do you want another survey for this year? And again, because this survey was much larger than the typical survey, uh, establish any criteria tonight to be added or removed from the next survey. And for background purposes, uh, I believe you touched on it briefly that we met in 2019 and the mayor and council received a 5% increase in February of 2019. And then based on an, another survey, a very extensive survey provided by a consultant in April. Uh, we also increased city council's pay 27.925% uh, to put them more in line with what other agencies similar in size and structure to ours. Can you provide us with extensive uh, figures on all of the criteria? Yes. It was a very lengthy report, which you know anyone can go back and look at that report, or if anyone asks for it, we'll be happy to provide it again. Uh, I did also want to, you know, in these reports, we also let you know where we stand with all of our unions. And at this time, uh, we have not increased anyone's pay this year. We just extended a contract with our fire union, which has about 645 employees, actually. It's not official yet. We signed a tentative agreement with the fire union that we will roll over their contracts for one year with a 0% increase. And that is scheduled to go before council in May. Uh, we are at the table with almost every other union in the city. We have given no increases at this point. Uh, it does not mean that we won't or we have no idea what's going to happen at this point. We're in very early negotiations with all of And then we have a lot of data that we provided you, both the salary surveys and all of the individual questions, which I anticipate that we won't be asking all of those questions in the future, but it is good to see during this COVID time and the economic issues that we, that probably all agencies are experiencing, where they stand with giving uh, mayor and council increases. So I'm, I'm hoping that you all had an opportunity to read all of that. And I would be happy to answer any questions that I can on any of the data that was provided, any of the attachments, 
All right, thank you. Um, before any members of the commission ask uh, questions, um, I would like to invite public comment. Uh, Wendy, have we had any requests for public comment? No, we have no callers. So it's now time for the members of the commission to discuss the agenda item and ask presenters any questions and take action. And if it's okay, I would like to uh, begin by addressing the four questions uh, that uh, were uh, asked of us. And um, they're all on page two of the agenda package. And the first request is for this commission to establish a consistent time frame for our allow the city to plan and, and timely obtain a salary survey required for this commission to annually set the comments of the mayor, council members, public members. And, and I have a, a question in this regard. Uh, the proposed resolution states that the annual salary, salary that we set applies for the calendar year. Is that correct? Uh, actually, if Gustavo is on the line, uh, I might need him to answer that because I do not have the answer in front of me. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, just for introductions, uh, Gustavo Martinez, Gus Martinez. Uh, the, the answer is uh, no, it's not based on a calendar year. It's based on the date that you set. You could you could set it uh, time. It's it, really not a, a, a calendar year or a fiscal year salary. Uh, it, all, all you're required to do is do an annual review. So um, annual could be interpreted as a five day period, right? Um, so, but there is no um, calendar or fiscal year. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, explanation. Uh, I do note that the res resolution says um, establishing the compensation for calendar year 2020. So is that, should that be deleted or amended or? I think, that, well, it's, I think it's been a, just a, a product of the history of the commission to do that. Um, there is no, obviously, legal requirement for that, but it's just a practice that has evolved over the years that you can certainly continue or you can uh, but if you look at the resolution itself if you if you adjust the the salary it becomes effective on the first uh, paycheck um, so that so if you think about it it's not really a count um, so we, we we could delete that that language from the resolution because you're right it, it seems to be starts okay um, so the uh, the request then is um, now I'm assuming that this uh, this uh, as you say the compensation that we the salary uh, that we set what begins at the next paycheck basically correct and continues until we change it. Is that right? Correct. And it could be at the next paycheck, or you could make it uh, even further forward. As long as it's not retroactive, you could set a date in the future. Again, that first date in the paycheck, that's a bureaucratic 
uh, movement that was done to, in order to allow the payroll system to kick in. So it, it, again, it's, a, it's evolved from practice. But as the commission, you have complete authority to set the date whenever you want. The, the only issue with that is that once we make, if we make a finding today and we decide to change, then the, uh, both the code and the charter require that uh, they be paid uh, in accordance with, you know, compare, compared to other cities similar uh, in size and structure. So it would seem that it should be implemented um, immediately at the next, at the next meaningful point. Um, otherwise, uh, would not be following the charter and the code, correct? Correct. So um, it, it's, it seems to me, you know, in the past, this commission usually met early in the calendar year, but due to COVID-19, last year's meeting uh, was delayed until December of 2020 and then to today because we didn't have the info. So uh, let me ask a question from the city's uh, HR perspective. Uh, what would be the ideal month for this commission to meet and set the compensation required by the city code? Honestly, if there is really no good date or time, uh, there's no perfect time. Uh, we generally give other units in our city increases either at a July 1 date or the pay period around July 1 or January 1. Um, so any time is as good as any other. Uh, if you wanted to have a January implementation date, I would prefer that we have the meeting in November or December. And if you wanted a July implementation date, and not that you have to choose either one of those, but I would prefer a meeting in April or May, just so, or May or June, so that we can make sure that we're prepared. And what, what is the city's fiscal year? Is that a, a July to it, January? Yes, so it, it is would, July 1. So because the salary would have to be incorporated into the budget, it would make logical sense to have it start on, uh, in the future on, I guess, on July 1, is that right? That would, it would be good. And if we're gonna incorporate it into the budget, if I just make even an, an additional request, uh, we usually publish the budget in early May so if you're really looking to incorporate it, which of course we would love to do that, I would hold probably a March meeting. Okay. Um, on that question uh, uh, request, any other observations or comments by members of the commission? This is Tiffany. I was just gonna say, that's exactly what I was thinking. We're an agency who runs a July 1st budget. So being able to come in March so that it can tie in, I think it works well for the city to prepare but I also think it's good for the transparency as it aligns to the public on what things cost and not having mid-year adjustments. It's not a lot of money, but it's still money. And when money's tight, I think being able to be transparent through the budget process and not come in after sends a better message to the public. Um, so um, I'm sensing that, uh, is there a general feeling that if we, we should meet by March of each year or in March of each year? Um, well, I mean that sounds that sounds reasonable to me to meet in March if if they talk about July, uh, trying to get the budget out. 
And uh, Wendy uh, uh, and Mindy, from the uh, clerk's standpoint, is that going to be problematic in being able to hold month of March of each year? We can commit to the month of March. Unfortunately, I can't tell you the third Tuesday or the third Wednesday yet is until we build out the other meetings, but setting a meeting in March is not difficult. All right. So, then, Wendy, uh, Wendy, do we have to have it on Wednesdays? Wednesdays? I think she said which day. Oh, Wendy, okay. Wendy, I think you're muted. Oh, there we go. I can't commit to a specific day of the week at this time as we haven't built out everyone's calendars yet, but we okay. can commit to the month of March. Okay. May I ask one question? Um, I mean, I not that the clerk can produce a miracle if there is not one, but do we have a day of the week or a time of the day preference? If it's possible, or you're just open to whatever we can get on? I'm open to whatever we can get on. I know this is self-serving. I will say Mondays are bad. There are a lot of public meetings and I see a lot of public boards that meet with a lot of Mondays that I often attend, but that's just me. Well, that, that's the same with me, Wednesday. That's why I was asking about Wednesday. But um, I can, you know, change things if, if we have to meet on Wednesday. So. To, to, well, let's, let's do this. Let's say uh, there would be a preference for uh, Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, but if, if it's necessary, we can. And you know. to piggyback on Shelley's question, um, is our preference of this committee to meet during, would it be easier to meet during the day or is an evening better? We can accommodate either. Evening is better for me. Fine with me. Okay, we'll get working on that. For either. Yeah, I am okay with uh, either um, afternoons or evenings. Okay, I think you've got the direction. You need on that. The second uh, request was for direction on whether there'll be a second commission meeting in 2021. Um, and uh, it, it seems to me that uh, the answer to that is no, since we're now meeting in this calendar year. And um, I don't think we need a second meeting. Does, does anyone else have any different opinion on that? The answer is no, we don't need a second meeting in 2021. The uh, third request is whether a new salary survey is required for 2021. Well, um, because the salary survey presented to us today was completed in 2021, and our our findings will apply henceforth uh, until we until we meet again. <laughs> that, uh, and it, it seems to me that um, the answer is. Uh, no, we don't have a need for another salary survey this year. Would you agree with that? I agree with that. And what about the presenters? Would you agree with that? Yes. If we're not going to hold a meeting this year, we would not ask for it. So if we have a meeting in March of next year, we will probably make a request for a consultant to do the survey in uh, November so that we have the holidays that they can get through and everything. So that would be our next request is start a survey in November that we can be prepared to, and you know, we, we, our hope is to get this information to you earlier than the typical 72 hours of posting. Uh, so that should give us plenty of time. All right, very good. 
And then the last question is whether any criteria should be added or removed survey. And as I look at the code and the charter, uh, we really are looking at um, the collective compensation that is paid uh, to mayor, uh, city council members, public members. Uh, and uh, you have a lot of data in here uh, about uh, the specific benefits and that are given by uh, other uh, cities uh, versus um, uh, benefits. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking only for myself. Um, I don't think that that is necessary or necessarily helpful. The issue really is what what is the cumulative compensation, both salary and then benefits. So. I don't think, you know, to the extent that that is a lot more work and a lot more expensive, probably not necessary, but uh, I could be wrong on that. What's your, what is your view on that, um, Ms. Banks-Robinson? Well, the survey is what we would do for any classification in the city, including mayor council, but it is all of the extra, the, uh, let's see, on starting on page, of the PDF. Uh, these are all of the questions that we asked specifically because COVID was going on and we we assumed that other agencies were having financial issues and wanted to see, you know, if there were giving increases right now. So from six, page six through page 17, those are all of the things that we would normally not ask. And that is what took a significant amount of time on this particular survey. Uh, and that is also what added to the expense of the survey. And you know, a typical survey will generally run $2,500 to $3,000. Because they had to spend a lot of additional time getting all of this extra information, it was a little more expensive. And you, you, you use different page numbers than on this particular um, survey. It, it, it only has 13 pages. And uh, oh, actually, so, so on the PDF, there's two sets of page numbers, and I'm, I'm actually using the one on the right. Okay. In the middle of the page, it says page 13 of 13, and on the right, right. of the page, it says 17 of 30. So I'm looking at the packet, I, and I are you all looking at the whole packet or just the? I see, I see, seventeen. Okay, I see. Right. Okay. Okay. So would you tell me again the page numbers that you are referring to, or you would not normally ask these? A, starting on page six of thirty, all the way through seventeen of thirty. Most of those things we would not be asking specifically. Like we generally don't ask what the employee pays uh, for the, what we look in a total comp survey, which is what you receive, but you also received a little more than total comp. So the columns in gray on the survey, which is on page five, I believe. Let me double check. I've got it so large so I can see it. I uh, can't see everything. So again, you just said from page seven 
page. Of 32, what page of 30? 17, page Seven. six, yeah, page six okay. through page 17. Um, but then I just wanted to clarify that on page five is the is what we would normally provide you minus the columns in gray. Um, it seems to me that uh, you don't need that information for the purposes of our examination. And it would be your recommendation not to have asked the questions from page six of 30 to page seven. Correct. And, and don't ask any questions that would include columns in gray from page five, that we would only include the other colored columns that look at total compensation, whether that be uh, salary, benefits, or additional pay. And then if you notice on the survey, you have two sets of median and average, one column, the first column, well, it's actually the third column, is just on salary that shows the median and the average. And then all the way to the right on the last column shows the median and average pay with the total comp. Okay. Those uh, are the any two other commission members? Uh, any thoughts from the other commission members? Billy, what do you think? I understand not asking all the questions and it's complicated and this is extremely complicated because the fact that we have cities not in the state of California who aren't governed by all the things we have with pension, would it be worth potentially asking one simple question, which is have there been any large financial changes to your compensation package? So we know with PEPRA, people had to start contributing to their own retirement. And so while the take-home pay may have remained unchanged. The fact is the out-of-pocket went up and so there were compensation changes that would allow us to look at, then did something happen to the base pay? Which if we didn't have the same thing, maybe their base pay went up 10% because they're also requiring them to make some change, but not make them go into the detail, but just ask like a yes, no question. Were there any large changes to your program? So that if there are, and then there are anomalies, we understand why all of a sudden somebody got a 20% raise it would explain what happened with PEPRA where a lot of people raised salaries because employees had to contribute more towards themselves. And so they made the employees whole by raising their salary. That would actually be an excellent question. Just one general question to cover all basis would be perfect. That's a good recommendation. I'm fine with that. How about the other? David, Deborah? I'm fine with it. David, you're okay yeah. with it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it too. So I, I wanna ask uh, one question on the proposed re resolution. It appears that there are no changes to uh, other benefits. Is that correct? Correct. We're only we dealing with the salary? Correct. We made the changes to the benefits in November. Right. So this would just be dealing with the salary. Right, okay. Um, now, um, if it's okay with the other council members, uh, before you all ask questions or offer your views, I'd like to, to take a moment to address the compensation uh, received by the mayors and council members of the nine comparable cities that we uh, as those comparisons we have to consider in uh, setting the compensation. 
Dr. Mendes, Mayor and Council Members. Is, is that okay if I make some observations or ask some questions first? Yes, I'm all right Okay. So I, I spent a lot of time going through um, all of these numbers and um, of, of the comparable cities, uh, Denver stood out to me because one, uh, it too is a state capital. Two, its population is similar to that of Sacramento. And three, its city council is organized and, and operates like Sacramento's both time city councils with the mayor, council members, uh, not strong mayor. Um, committee, they have committee assignments, they have frequent meetings, or they seem at, at least at operate very similar. And um, so uh, remember, uh, you brought up um, about unions and what what the negotiations have been. We, we are not, we have to follow a code, okay? We have to apply what the voters said. And it doesn't matter what uh, I'm, you know, I have to, what other employees got or did not get uh, is not controlling. And frankly, it's really not relevant because we are bound by the law and we're bound to apply the standards compelled by section 29 and by the, the charter. And um, so, so as I look at the cities, Denver stands out to me for the reasons that matching salary of Sacramento's mayor with the salary of Denver's mayor would place the salary of Sacramento's mayor as tied for sixth in comparable cities. It would put the total compensation salary and benefits of Sacramento's mayor as tied for sixth of 10. And um, it would be a, uh, it would be a 31.47% raise of salary of $3,588 a month for an annual uh, salary of one, one, $179,844. And that would virtually eliminate the current 31.5% disparity between the average compensation of mayors and the other nine comparable cities. And, and for similar reasons, Denver stands out uh, to me as the comparable. And um, matching the salary of Sacramento's council members with that of Denver's council members would uh, place the salary of Sacramento's council members as tied for sixth of the 10 comparable cities. It would put the uh, total compensation, salary, and benefits of Sacramento's council members as tied for sixth out of 10. And it would be a 5% raise of $386 per month for an annual salary of uh, 96,552. And that would slightly reduce the current 3.99% disparity um, with the average council member compensation of the comparable cities. And also matching uh, the salaries uh, to those of Denver's mayor and council members would address a point uh, previously made by our vice chair, uh, Tiffany Fink, who observed that the uh, current relatively small delta between the mayor's compensation and that of the council members does not uh, take into account the significant differences in their and um, so for all those reasons, I'll just tip my hand here. I, I, I favor matching 
because I think we are compelled to do it by the by the code and by the charter. Uh, I favor matching the uh, salaries of Sacramento's mayor and council members to those of Denver, which in my view would best comply with Article 15, Section 20 of the city charter and Section 29 of the city code, which require us to set compensation as a reasonable structure. So uh, with that, I would invite questions, thoughts, comments by other members of the commission. What would, what would be the uh, percentage if we matched with uh, Denver? Uh, we, we would match uh, the compensation paid to Sacramento's mayor and council members with the compensation paid to Denver, by Denver, to its mayor and city. What percentage would that be? So the uh, so the for the mayor, um, it would be a it would result in a thirty one point four seven percent raise of three thousand five hundred and eighty eight dollars a month for an annual salary of one hundred and seventy nine thousand eight hundred. In terms of the council members, it would be a five percent raise. $386 per month for an annual salary of $96,552. This is Tiffany. The only question I have on that is Denver has absolutely no components and that totals up to a fairly significant difference in total compensation because while there is um, a large difference in the base salary. If you do look at the difference between total comp for Denver and for Sacramento, it only is off by a, about $1,600 a month because we provide a lot of costs as additional payments that other cities likely just pay in salary. So that would be the question is if we raised it that much, the total compensation for the mayor would be well in excess of Denver's. That's true. It would be um, more in conformity with. So it's a question for Shelly. Shelly, would it be able, and I don't, you wouldn't have to necessarily do it on the fly. I don't know if we'd be able to do this as something we consider as a resolution. Would there be a way to bring the total compensation to parity? And so then when you would take the value of the benefits, you would calculate the delta to the salary to get the same total compensation so that at the end of the day, the total compensation would be equivalent, but then you would calculate what that means for salary versus benefits if that was the angle we took instead of just trying to calculate salary from the schedule? Yes, we could certainly do that. It would be... Um... Sorry, go ahead. Other than answering, we could. You want me to give you the answer right now? <laughs> uh, let me let me pull up Excel. <laughs> let me find their document because I think all I have right now is their PDF.
Sorry, my computer is running very slow. Okay. Well, if my math is good, I think it makes the salary twelve nine fifty three. Okay, so you want it to match their total comp, correct? Correct. If that's the angle we went and the goal is total compensation. Yes, thank you. That was exactly correct. Oh, for the mayor, bigger, yes. Sorry. For the mayor. Uh, the salary would then be twelve nine fifty three monthly. Which is an annual nine fifty three. Yes. Which is an annual oh. of one fifty five four three six. So that would be a about a nineteen thousand dollar. It's currently at one thirty. Sacramento is currently at one thirty six. Yes. That's an eighteen thousand six hundred forty eight. Thirteen point six. Correct. How do the other uh, members of the commission feel? Would that bring that up to um, Denver's? 
Say again. Would that bring that a moment to Denver's? What uh, compensation would they get? What they have right now? It would bring the total compensation to the amount of Denver's total compensation. So is, is the current idea a 13% increase total compensation? Uh, it's about a 13.6%. Uh, 13 uh, are we saying if, if Denver go up, then we'll have to give them another percentage to go up also? I think that would be based on your annual meeting. I don't, I mean, I don't, you could be saying that tonight that you just wanna match them going forward but you could also have that discussion each year because Denver's number, anybody's numbers are likely to change on any given year. So I don't think that you would necessarily have to tie it to Denver going forward every year. Um, I still would get together and discuss it each year. I think we'd be compelled by the charter and the code to be look at it every single year, not just tie it in perpetuity to Denver. We'd have to look at all. And this is Tiffany, I'd be inclined um, not to change the salary survey for next year, but to bring maybe back next year for us to look at, at what point do we want to reevaluate the terrible cities? We have had the strong mayor initiative now go to the ballot numerous times. And many of these cities are strong mayor cities where the mayor has a lar much larger role. And so I would be curious to have the conversation if that's still the equivalent city for pay. Um, and then there's also the question for city and county of San Francisco, where it is a city, uh, not only a mayor, but it's the county administrator seats. So I just think it might be time um, in the future to have the discussion on, are these still the best nine cities based on this point in time and what's changed? Would you like to make a recommendation that, um, that we do that type of survey again for next March? We would have, you know, a regular compensation survey for the nine that you've already chosen, but also be prepared with a survey uh, similar to what we did in 2019, showing the structure of other agencies. Would that, would that work to have both of those? I don't want to create you a lot of extra work, but it might be helpful if it, uh, the fellow commissioners are open to it. It'd be great to know what the differences are in the cities between what we do for the mayor and council and what we do, what are the comparable cities for city employees? Since, you know, there are a lot of questions, what does the comparable list of cities that the city measures itself against for everything else? Where are they the same and where are there big differences? Just so we kind of know for all the other departments and portions of the city, who do we consider our equal for line staff? Okay, and I will tell you, it's significantly different than what is chosen. And uh, the primary reason is because our charter language, our police and fire, and again, in our employer-employee relations policy, it ties it to uh, California agencies, and it is the three next highest in population from us, and the three next lowest in population from us, and then locals, and we generally choose four local agencies. Uh, and But because the cities are all, very randomly chosen based on population, we also adjust for cost of living. So our surveys for represented employees look very different than this survey. Um, but, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do a survey. We will, 
we will uh, request whatever you would like to see. And we can provide you with a sample of what other represented classes look like in the city, just so you can see. Because at some point, you may get questions on public comment that ask those specific questions. So we can give you a sample of a, a typical survey that we do. And it may end up being a different set of cities. I do think at some point, people are going to start to ask us why we're looking at out of state. And because there are so many strong there. Just, I think, being able to have a little more information on when we're different, why it's different, and going through the exercise to show if they're still relevant, they're relevant, is probably important in light of all the questions that have come forward. And at that point, if we determine these are still the right cities, I think then it's a process and we can say we did reevaluate it. It's not from the past, um, but it's a current reflection on the structure of the city at the moment. Now, if we um, if we are going to uh, match the total compensation for the mayor with Denver, uh, if we match the total compensation for council members, that would be that might be a lower compensation. Yeah, I mean, I personally would not suggest lowering no. salaries, but uh, it is Denver is a, a lower total comp than the city of Sacramento. I do question too, and I don't. I know we didn't get into it at this meeting, but I know we spent a lot of time on it last meeting. That while they are maybe similar structures, when you look at the number of committees and commissions, and full time versus part time that our that our council does. I do think there's a lot of what we work through on that, where there are a lot of commissions where council members are actually on more commissions than the mayor himself. So I would hate to see it go backwards um, based on the whole th work we took to get them up to the equivalent of a full time, which is why their salary jump was so big time or big last time. And I know we had a lot of discussion on, yes, it looks like a large raise, but it's not really truly a raise. It's more of a restructure from a part time position to a full time position more than it's a salary increase. That is true. So Tiffany, what would, what would be your proposal in terms of, uh, or what's your view in terms of the uh, salary for Sacramento council members? Should that be unchanged then? I don't think we can increase the mayor and not increase council. I just think the hard challenge obviously is, I realize where there, we are with the charter and then there's the fiscal reality of where we're at. And I work with the city every day, um, literally. Um, I'm involved in city projects with the pandemic. And so I just have a hard time with how we stomach spending, you know, seeing these kind of increases when no one in Sacramento is seeing them. Uh, so I think that's just the hard part. And I don't know how we explain that to the public because I do think it will go not well. There is the question of the charter, but then there's the question of what the public will perceive. And I do run a very big risk with this increase of of any compensation part. So I'm not sure how to find the right one considering the dynamics of the economy in Sacramento. Well, you know, that that's difficult decisions are, are made by individuals who are following the law. And, um, you know, I realize that there might be some unhappiness, but we have to follow the law. If uh, citizens are unhappy, they could change the code. They could change the city charter, but 
we we should we should not be uh, swayed by anticipated positive or negative action. We just have to follow the law. So I am. Uh, I I think you make a uh, good good point, Tiffany. That um, we're going to uh, match the the mayor with the salary and benefits of Denver, then the increase would be to 100 to 155, 439 for salary, 13.6 percent. Do, do we do we necessarily have to get a 13.6 increase right now? Well, I, I, you know, I, I, Gustavo, what do you, what, from a legal perspective, it seems to me we have um, a obligation to set it annually and we're meeting now. Uh, you did say you could, we could could uh, put it off for several months. I, I'm a little uncomfortable with that personally, but from a legal perspective, what is your view? Well, uh, our office has um, interpreted the reasonableness to also consider the circumstances of the city's budget. For example. Um, you could consider, I think, uh, Finch did that uh, with regard to what is the current or the, what is the current budget of the city? I mean, uh, oh, Commissioner Fink. Um, and is that a part of your evaluation? So, you know, is it reasonable? Is it fair? Is it proper? Is it just? Under the circumstances we have today, does it fit? Um, it, I'm interpreting reasonable. Is it uh, excessive? Um, because that would be unreasonable. So, um, so we read reasonable and consistent um, consistent with other cities, similar in size and structure, consistent, yes, but also reasonable. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of a big picture analysis of, um, what you, what you can evaluate. Um, now, do you have to give a raise? No, uh, there's nothing in the, um, charter that requires an adjustment. Um, your duty is discharged when you evaluate all these factors, uh, and come up with a number difficult, I totally understand. Uh, but that's really the only guidance we have is reasonable and consistent. So in your uh, view, uh, not have to make this effective immediately, we could make it effective July 1, for example. Yes, yeah, you, you could make it effective July 1. Which would make sense for a fiscal, from a fiscal year standpoint. Correct. I did have a question about the current situation with the budget. But what is the current situation? Yeah. I mean, are we looking <laughs> at revenues or are are we looking is the budget looking pretty good or yeah, what I, is the I I wish I was the budget person or had the budget person here. Uh, we actually, it was just released um, a couple of days ago, and I know that we are not making any big financial decisions until the council has had an opportunity, the, the mayor and council, 
to publicly discuss that budget in open session, I believe around May 4th or somewhere around there. And, you know, we don't know the total impact to the city of COVID. Uh, of course, we're getting the money from the federal stimulus packages. We already received this one package and we're hopefully gonna receive another, though we don't even know the amount. They haven't finalized amounts for agencies yet. Um, so all I can really say is everything is kind of up in the air at this point for, for me. No, I think you said previously that um, the city is in uh, negotiations with the various unions. Um, usually when the budget is looking bad, we're the, the stated, um, or what, what the city uh, is, uh, tells the union is basically that that the city's gonna, is looking at budget or is looking at, um, at salary cuts or, or not being able to uh, agree to salary increases because of budget forecasts. Um, is that the current situation? Well, because we're still in early stages, I can't say that with certainty, um, but what I can tell you is that the unit that we have a tentative agreement with is to roll the contract over for 12 months with a 0% increase. That's, that's, and that's the only one that we finalized anything with. I think it would be premature for me to say anything about the other unions at this point. Tiffany, I have a question for Gustavo on that. Um, looking at the, looking at the fact that fire was at zero, executive management's at zero, and there's some of the early outliers or non-career at zero, and looking at the number of FTEs that sit in those classifications, would it, for the reasonable standard, Knowing that generally speaking in negotiations, you do not see 0% increases as a standard negotiation increase in contracts. Would that allow some leeway to say that obviously we are not in normal times because normally in negotiations you don't, this is not a standard practice of the city to adopt this many agreements with here. So would that allow us to have that ability to have the discussion on while there may be increases or between us and other cities based on the circumstances being it's not re it's not reasonable at this time to have adjustment adjustments occur because of these other things which are obviously not normal as well and provide good evidence to the fact that you aren't likely to see these kinds of contracts repeatedly stay at zero percent negotiations yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm competent to answer that, uh, just because there are so many assumptions. Negotiations between. I couldn't, um, you know, give you, because it's really kind of a hypothetical, um, in, in, you know, all these hypothetical, would I be able to justify it as, as reasonable? I, you know, I wouldn't be able to make that conclusion at this point. So. I, Apologize that I just don't very facts to get there. If I may Here's weigh a, in, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, if I may weigh in just on uh, some of back to the four questions or recommendations that we were looking for from you. If by chance you say tonight, because we just don't have enough data with your unions, you know, I would certainly recommend having a, another meeting later this year. Um, where hopefully we have come to resolution with more of our unions, and then you could feel more comfortable um, on whatever decision that you make if you don't make a decision tonight. 
So that would be another alternative is just having another meeting this year. So, so I'm, I'm opposed to that. You know, there, there's, a, there's a budget issue and then there's political issue, okay? In terms of a budget issue, we are talking about $18,651. We raised the mayor's salary to one, uh, $155,430, whatever it is. Okay, so that's not, that's not a significant budget issue. There may be a political issue uh, because uh, other employees in the state of California are not getting raises or whatever. But that's a political issue, and this is not a political body. We have to follow the law, and the law is set forth in the city code and in the charter. And if, if that results in uh, problem, problems, then the law ought to be changed. But uh, I don't think we should be considering political issues uh, when we apply the plain meaning of the, of the code and the charter. So I would not be in favor of um, putting it off to see how unions negotiate. I just don't think that's a, a appropriate consideration for That's my personal view. And just, just to uh, follow up and try to provide some perspective, when I, when I use the word reasonable, uh, you know, the interpretation of that, um, it's intended to give you some perspective on, for example, what would be uh, unreasonable. Let's say you did $10,000 increase to public members of the Plumbers Commission, right? That would $10,000 a meeting, right? That would be completely unreasonable. That, that's what I mean by, so when you're looking at salaries, you're looking at numbers, um, and, and that's why I, I, I agree with uh, you know, Judge Scotland that, that the political reasons are not valid um, in terms of the legal analysis. An example of an unreasonable amount would be. Well, um, let's start with the mayor's uh, salary. Um, would be, someone be willing to make a motion to increase the mayor's salary to <clears throat> so that the salary and benefits of the mayor of Sacramento are, are equal to the salary and benefits of the mayor of Denver? And that would be uh, raising the salary to $155,439 for a 13.6 uh, salary increase. Any of you, uh, would any of you feel comfortable making that motion? If you don't, I'll make it. Uh, usually a chair doesn't make the motion, but. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? I just think that, you know, raising up 13.6% is a lot. You know, I know we're trying to get to Denver, but I don't feel comfortable with that. That's just my opinion. We picked Denver because of its size, but it's also because it's in the middle. Is that correct? 
Yeah, it's actually below the middle. It's sixth out of 10. Although I would argue San Francisco is really an anomaly. True. At $29,000 a month. And if you do that, then both San Francisco or both Denver and Long Beach are there. So I, the only thing I would bring in is I just looked at Long Beach and the mayor of Sacramento is only off by $300 from the mayor of Long Beach um, in total compensation. So he's still in the middle comparatively. Um, depending on the discussion is. But I do think the outlier here is San Francisco at 29000 And it is because they're also a county seat and have all of the requirements that go with being county, which are tremendous. Uh, what is the wisdom? Uh, no change, some change. If so, how much? Right now, we're not not meeting the standard. This is Tiffany. I would make a recommendation that, for the purposes of this. Um, I don't find San Francisco, Francisco a reasonable city to compare to. And so if we want to hold him in the middle, I would recommend we actually peg it to Long Beach, which is a slight increase and still would then tie him in the middle, exactly in the middle of the salary survey if I'm not correct. Because in total compensation, it would go from, all over, it would go from, 15279 a month to 15309 so it would be a slight increase but it would peg him to the or the mayor to the fifth position there's one issue with that if i recall long beach is a part time <clears throat> long beach is a part time city council mayor council boards they meet three times a month Close in population, <clears throat> about um, 50,000 less than Sacramento. Yeah, basically, my thought is I, I, I think that there should be some increase in the mayor's salary, but I am uncomfortable with excessive and the difference between <clears throat> Long Beach and um, Sacramento is is uh, Three hundred and fifty, three hundred sixty dollars divided by twelve is thirty dollars a month. So we don't have. To, if my understanding is correct, Shelley, we don't have to peg one of these as the exact. We have to use this <clears throat> range, correct? So could we place the mayor of Sacramento between Long Beach and Denver and say we'd be going to say sixteen thousand? Does it have to be one or the other, or could we say? that we're moving them up because, so we're moving them ahead of Long Beach because it's full-time, not part-time, but that we're not quite moving it to a Denver level because it's still within the range of comparables. It doesn't have to be a specific city they're pegged to, correct? 
Correct. I mean, the reason Correct. for the multiple agencies is for you basically to place them in a in a slot, but not tie them to a particular agency. Personally, I think I'd feel more comfortable based, um, depending on the other commissioners, potentially moving them, finding the where is the right area and, find, and moving them up in the slot um, to that, but not necessarily tying, having to say it's exactly a Denver because it's such a big jump, but saying we are closer to a Denver. So therefore I would like to see the salary move towards a Denver. So you uh, you said sixteen thousand. You wanted to see what that yeah. number was. Yeah. What would something like that look like? So that would put them at one forty five four forty. Put him, the mayor, at one forty five four forty. What percentage would that be, Shelley? Was the number 140? What did you say? One 145 440 for total comp. I think I would be more comfortable with that. Wait, wait, wait. I don't think that's that that can't be right. No. No, that's not right. That's less than Yeah, no no no. That can't be right. No, it's not. Sorry, I was not anticipating or I would have had my formulas set up already. It makes total compensation hundred and ninety two thousand if you take yeah, twelve. It also allows us the ability next year to look at where are we, what's changed, where are the cities at, where, where do we align with these other cities, what are they doing, and allow us to then still adjust up to a Denver should we choose to see where everyone else moves. Um, we may see if others aren't moving that we actually stay farther ahead and move up the, if some of what we've learned in the survey is true, where the council is getting nothing, it would continue to pull us closer to the top and away from the middle. It's about a 4.7% increase. Is that your motion, Tiffany? That would be my motion. So what? Second. Go ahead. I'll second. And so what is the figure then for salary? Because that's the figure we have to put in resolution salary so let me look at what the current salary is. 
16,000 total comp, but just the salary, I believe, is 12,120 annual um, times. Oh. 192. So, oh, yeah, so it would be 145,440. That is, yeah, so that was the number I had. That 16, was the salary 16. only. What is yeah. the salary only number? 145,440. And, and that's from one that's from one three six seven eight eight, correct? Correct. And that's why I ended up going and pulling that yellow section because there was a lot per month sitting in the additional um ways we pay them, whether it's car allowance, other things that make a big change versus total comp. And what is the percentage raise then? Uh to be exact. Four point seven one eight nine. One eight nine. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm off. <laughs> All right. So it's been moved and seconded that the uh, salary of the mayor of Sacramento be increased uh, one hundred forty-five thousand four hundred forty dollars annually. Is that correct? Which is a four point seven one eight nine percent raise. That, do I have that correct? Correct. All right. You said the annual was? I'm sorry. 145,440. For salary only. For salary oh, only. Okay. Because all of their other allowances, it's 192,000. Okay. Got, I, I, I kept on hearing that 192 in my mind. Okay. Gotcha. But, that, but that's what we have put in the resolution. That's why I'm focused. Okay. That's, okay. that's what the resolution is. Okay. So, so uh, could you say it one more time? Seconded. Pardon me? Could you say 140? 145-440, $145,440 annually. Okay. It's moved, okay. that's been moved and seconded. Um, all in favor? Aye. 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 Excuse me, Chair. Aye. We have a roll call vote, don't we, Wendy? Because oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, we do. I'll go ahead and call the roll. Commissioner Fink. Aye. Aye. No. Oh, did you say Fitch or Fink? I, I said Fink, but I'll... Okay, I'll start again. Commissioner Fink? Aye. Commissioner Quada? Aye. Commissioner Finch? Aye. And Chair Scotland? Aye. Motion passes. Now we have to go to the council member compensation. Tiffany, leading force on the mayors. Let's uh, hear. So, if the idea is to get their co total compensation in the middle, I immediately scrolled over and looked at where's the council members, where is total uh, comp, and so obviously thousand a month, fifty four. The highest is the 14,000, we're at 10. So there are um, three lower than us and one, seven higher than us. So I would recommend um, probably my thought was go somewhere between, um, I think it's Oakland and 
Portland, which would put us right kind of in the middle of the pack, which is the same place we have placed the mayor looking in there. So we'd come in somewhere probably around like 11.5, 11.6-ish. So I'm going more for where they fall in alignment more than picking. It would leave them in the middle, which is. And you're, you're looking at 11.5 total comp. Right in there. I think it's, it's between the 10.9 and the 12.5. It'd be a little less, but I would think that that would be about a $700 increase a month. Um, but that would lead us middle of the pack for, which is consistent with the mayor. Are you crunching the numbers for us? Someone's at front door. I am. So that, that brings a salary up to 8360 times 12. Uh, I, well, I got 8332 times 12. Uh-huh, times 12 is 110320. 10320. Uh, actually, I got 99984. Um, I'm looking we, at this wrong. I can barely see anyway, so you're probably right. So it this, would be... This, this is so, so small. <laughs> I know, everything is I, I mean, like... That's percentage increase be then? Oh, this is tiny. Uh, oh, well, it's... Oh, okay, it's about an 8% increase, uh, 8 Well, I would, I would not favor an increase percentage-wise above the increase in the mayor. So if we, I think we should apply the same 4.7189, see what that comes up. So that would person. be... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get up and close my door. Can you hold on just a second? What was the percentage we used for the mayor again? 4.7189. Four. Okay, so sorry, I had to shut Four. my door. 4.7189. 
Make it And for the purposes of reporting, I think we could probably round it to a Nine, 95 five, Tiffany? Correct. Okay. Is that um, by your calculations? Thanks, Robinson. Is that right? 95503 would be a uh, percentage wise the same as the mayor's 4.7189. Double check the math. That's slightly lower. If I add the exact percentage, I actually get 96,257 if I add um, the 1.07185 or 18. I transpose, so the 96,257 is what I got to. Okay. I flipped the numbers in the decimal point. Yeah, Tiffany, you got what? 96,257. And 61 cents. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So that's a uh, 4,337% increase. Is that right? Dollar -wise? It's a, a dollar increase, you mean? Yeah. Yes, correct. Annually. Tiffany, do you want to make a motion? I will make a motion to increase the uh, council member's salary annually to $96,257 um, with the percentage increase to match the mayor's. I, I agree. Is that a second? That's a second for me. All right. Uh, all in favor, please take the roll. Commissioner Finch. Aye. Commissioner Quada. Aye. Commissioner Fink. Aye. And Chair Scotland. Aye. Motion passes. I do have one final question. Today is April 22nd. I just want to confirm. So Saturday is the start of our next pay period, which is April 24th. 
We haven't we haven't reached this decision on when it's going to start though. Okay. We set the uh, conversation. The next question is, when does it start? Okay. Seems to me that for purposes of uh, budget, it should start on July one. Mm -hmm. I think it sets a good precedent that we meet in the spring to adopt a July yeah. one budget. Yeah. Tiffany, do you have a motion? I will make a motion to make it effective July. The paycheck starting July yeah. 1st. However it is, is it is it effective July 1 or affecting the pay period that includes July 1? However it is with the city. So we normally say that it includes the first paycheck in July 1. So the actual effective date would be uh, June 19th. 19th, that's what I thought. I so said that. Consistent with the first pay period of the new fiscal yeah. year. Yeah. I second that. All in favor, take a roll, please. Commissioner Fink? Aye. Commissioner Quada? Aye. Commissioner Finch? Aye. Chair Scotland? Aye. Motion passes. Too close, Tiffany. I do have one quick question before we let Shelly go after looking at all this. When we do the compensation for next year, when you calculate the median and the averages, can you calculate them with San Francisco in and with San Francisco out since it's such an outlier, just so we know what that does to the variable and what the middle looks like without them. So that if we want to have a discussion, we kind of know it obviously will inflate with that much of an increase. Absolutely, we can do that. And did you want me to proceed with the analysis of other agencies um, that truly are a non-strong mayor? Other cities, yes. Other, yes, other cities. I think, I think that would be a good comparison because I would love to see a discussion on this next year on who has full-time councils that aren't strong mayor? Okay. What do they look like? And is there a big change or not? So we can get that conversation out for the public on, it may have no impact. It may have a big impact, but I think it's worth having for people, especially if we're gonna continue more competitive pay um, place, especially with the mayor, then I think that's a question we should be prepared to answer on, is it a difference if we're comparing them to, is it apples to apples or apples to oranges? Okay, so we will be prepared with that information with a new survey and showing with and without uh, San Francisco in the calculation and a new analysis of more similar cities than what we currently use in March. And just for the record, as they say in the this, these uh, adjustments put Sacramento right in the middle. Is that correct, Tiffany? Is that your understanding of it? I think San Francisco aside, it keeps us in the middle. I think, you know, it, it, we're not striving to be the highest, but we're not the lowest. And considering there are part-time councils, I firmly believe it keeps us in the middle, which I think is a rational, reasonable place to be. Um, aspirationally, we would like to be the leader, but I think all reality, being in the middle is a very good place. And the fact we've made a big change from a few years ago to even get to the middle, I think now maintaining middle while we start these other processes is a good way to move forward. Yeah. Any other comments we have on the agenda? Any other comments, ideas, or questions? 
Hearing none, is there a motion to adjourn? I will make a motion to adjourn. I second it. Uh, all in favor, call the roll, please. Commissioner Fink. Aye. Commissioner Quada. Aye. Commissioner Finch. Aye. Chair Scotland. Before I say aye, I just want to thank uh, all of the staff, including Gustavo and Wendy and Mindy and everyone that, uh, and of course, your assistance. This is a difficult task to figure all the factors out. And, uh, and with that, I will aye to adjourn. Motion passes. Thank you.